but our hallelujah still belongs to God. And our hallelujah still belongs to God. Amen. So we're in relationships, dynamics of godly relationships. And last week we talked about pastor and uh, people relationship. Today we're going to talk about people and pastor relationship. And then we're going to go, you know, what we do. Let's say our confession. God's covenant teaches us how to live God's way. I am who it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. Therefore, all that the Lord has said, I will do and be obedient. Turn your Bibles to 1 Thessalonians, the second chapter, verse 13. Let's not show it until the people turn to it. Because <laughs> then if you see it, you ain't got to turn. They didn't hear me. Let's just read. Therefore, we never stop thanking God. Now they heard. <laughs> Therefore, we never stop thanking God that when you that listen to this, listen to this now. We're gonna, this is what we're going to really get into today. Let's read it. Therefore, when they stop thanking God that when you received his message from us, you didn't think of our words as what? What did you think? You accepted what we said as the what? Which, of course, it is. And this word continues to work in you who believe. We're going to talk about that, that scripture and some other scriptures to talk about people, pastor, relationships. You may have your seats. And in, in this dynamic uh, series of godly relationships, uh, we're trying to prove our, our relationships to be a godly relationship. It's just not good relationships. We want to have godly relationships. We want to examine our self-awareness. It's all about us, not the other person in the relationship. And then we want to, we want to live at peace with all people. You know, we want to educate ourselves and, and live at peace with all people. Amen? Amen? We said the definition of a relationship is a state of being. Let's read it together. A state, what? Of being connected with someone or something. Listen to this now. And this, this is going to be a, a constant theme. Very important that you listen to this right here. What's the last sentence? All relationships have a standard of behavior, all right? All relationships you're going to get into have a standard of behavior. Understand that. All relationships have a standard of behavior. You got it? You got it? And so we've talked about um, origin of relationships, uh, God's triangular relationship, and to pursue peace and conflict resolution. Our takeaway is, we can say this, what is God like? And we said he is, uh, God is love. The next thing is, what does God want to be in relationship? And then how does God relate to, how, how does God relate to love and be loved? Now let's look at this again. Somebody said, what's God like? What are we going to say? God is love. What does God want to be in relationship? That's, that's, that's awesome, okay? God wants to be in a relationship with his creation. Got it? And then how does God relate to love and to be loved? Meaning God initiates love, and then you respond to that, to be loved. God loves us to do what? Be loved. It's not that God is, is, don't feel like he loved within himself, but he's created a relationship that he says, I'm going to love to be loved by my creation. All right? You got it? You got it? So if you look at that, if you look at this, if you look at yourself like this, if you look at yourself as a created being, you can learn. If you look at yourself like you created yourself, you can't learn. If you look like I'm a created being, I don't know why I'm here, and this book covenant 
called the Bible gives me understanding of my creator. And my creator is love. What does he want from me? Relationship. And how does he want to relate? He's going to love me and then I'm going to love him back. That's all this about. If you just simplify this whole thing is, what's my creator like? He's love. What you want? Relationship. And how does he do it? He loves to be loved. That's the whole scripture. Now, now, the scripture backs it up. Matthew 27, 37 through 40. When Jesus comes along, he's our creator. He's telling us what relationship is all about. Let's read it together. That's what it says. Jesus replied, do what? You must love. See that? I just said, what is God like? What, what, is, what is God like? Love. So Jesus comes and says, you must love. So Jesus tells us about the Father. He said, you must love because this is all about love. What's, what is the standard of our relationship? What's the standard of our relationship? What's the standard of our relationship? Love. It's not a quick, it's not a quick question. What's the standard of this relationship? That's it. If we got love, man, we got it going on. Let's keep reading it. It'll tell you. You must love the Lord your God with what? All your heart, all your soul, all your mind. So this, this is what it's saying. I love Nietzsche's, and Nietzsche's don't want me to love her with 90%, 10% with somebody else. Y'all got that? Anybody want to be in a marriage? And you know, you got 90, but this one got 10. That's all this is saying. You, we, we understand this. 90%, 90% I'm with you, and the 10% I'm with my That ain't going, right? You got it? So he ain't asking you nothing that you don't require of your relationship when you marry. Right? This is the first and greatest commandment. Keep on. A second is equally important. What is it? Love your neighbor. There we go with the love again. All this is about love. And we love, guess what happens? The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. If you love, you won't mess up, man. If you love, if you just love, you cannot go wrong. If you love, you will not steal. If you love, you will not kill. If you love, you will give. You, you know, you will never do anything wrong because you love people. This world would be great if everybody just did the basics of I love. Nobody would, nobody would be taken advantage of because we love each other. It's the standard of the relationship. That whatever God says, guess what? He says, if you love me, you keep my commandments. You see, so he said, everything is primitive on love. So the standard of our relationship with one another is love. Give me some love, baby. Give me some love. <laughs> Got it? Romans 13, 13, 8 says this. You obligated to love me. What does it say? Owe nothing to anyone except for what? Your obligation to love one another. If you love your neighbor, you what? It's all there. But every once in a while, in the standard of the relationship, we said you, sometimes you can offend somebody, right? Offense is inevitable, right? You can, you can, I can uh, offend you by commission or omission. You offend people uh, by what you believe, by what you say, or what you have done. Because I'm a pastor, because I'm running my mouth every Sunday morning, inevitably I'm going to offend you. Somehow, some way, some is going to, some is going to, eh, whatever, right? But it's just inevitable that by, by the end of this, I know by the end of this uh, teaching lesson this morning, somebody's going to get offended. All right? Because they're going to get off, get, they're going to get off. You're, you're right? If I corrected you, right? 
If I did a simple correction, people would be offended. And I'm, I'm correcting you according to the Bible. But people would be, they, 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 get, they look at me. We're going to talk about it. They look at me. I offend you. You don't come and worship God with your hands folded. Now, somebody just got offended. But a pastor is an overseer. If I see it, I call it out. You don't, you don't worship God like that. You don't go into the general's office with your hands folded. You give a, a general respect more than you do a God. Generals have pro- proper protocol. You don't walk up to the general and tell me, what's up, babe? No, he, when you walk in that office, talk, talk to me. It's Veterans Day, right? He is in complete control of that room. And you better act like you know who's in the room. Isn't that right? So, again, how, what's up? How, 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 how? Let's keep on going. Offense, now people just got their feelings. I didn't hurt some feelings. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we do. When you're offended, you get in your feelings. You get, you get resentful, angry, and whatever. Now, you won't approach me and talk about it. Because everything I'm talking about is coming from the scripture. This ain't my personal thing. You can sit on your head all I care. No. Dorm Chief Keith, what I care. But what the Bible says, this is how you act. I would not want to go in the general office and somebody to hit me up and say, hey, man, you go in there, you go to his, you go to, you go to his uh, desk, you stand straight there, and then you salute and you hold it until he gives it back to you. So you can sit there and go like this. Aaron Graham reports his audit, and he can play around. Can he? He can sit there and play around with you. Got it? You know how to do that here, but if I come here, people get offended. I say, you go to God, you lift your hands. You don't go to God like this. I'm just teaching you just like that a service did. But why you get offended? Why are you trying to say, I don't, I don't do things like that? Well, I don't salute either, but if it's a matter of I'm going to salute. I don't go around saluting everybody. Right? But once you're in the Air Force, guess what you're going to start doing? All I'm trying to show the subtleness of, of our arrogance. That we don't understand. We're walking up on God, people. Okay, I'm just saying. Now listen, it says if you get offended, this is what you do. Never take revenge. Number two, use biblical conflict resolutions to be reconciled. You have a private meeting, public meeting, pastoral meeting. Number three, do not count their offense against them, but to love them and be reconciled. All right? So last week we talked about uh, pastor and people uh, relationships. And so we said the scripture was, and I will give you shepherds after my what? Own heart, right? And so I'm supposed to be after God's own heart. So that's, that's a whole thing. You're supposed to believe this, right? And who will guide you with knowledge and what? Understanding, right? So what, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. So point one was pastors are God's gift. So I'm a gift to you, all right? So how do you treat the gift? The pastor is a gift to you. This is all Bible, people. This is teaching you something because you came off the street. I'm trying to teach you something. Got you? When I came off, again, I'm glad this is the veteran day, right? When I came in the Air Force, they said, when I came in the Air Force, they said, oh, no, you're a civilian. We're going to make you an airman. First thing, you take all them clothes off. Them clothes don't go. No, no. 
You go, everybody going to get in green. We're going to be with pickles. Pickles, that's what we're going to do. Everybody going to get pickles. Right? And, and, and the whole transformation started, started then. You understand? So when you come off the street and you're a sinner and you come into the church of God, guess what? You're going to take some of this stuff off. And we're going to start being Christians. And this is how we're going to act. Okay, same thing, man, that the, the, the Air Force and, and whatever military branch you went into, they did the same thing to you. When I was in basketball, when I had practice, guess what? Everybody line up. What's the coach's, what is the coach's primary responsibility as a basketball coach? To get these 12 people, 15 people to act as a team. Unity so we can do, because we have an opposition, and we got to work together. I'm going to give you some plays. I'm going to give you some calls. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And if you don't start, you guess what you're going to do? You're going to cheer for those who do. And if you don't start, you're going to work hard in practice to make the team before you. That's humility, right? All these less life lessons are learned through sports. You got it? And so uh, God gives pastors how? At his own heart. Why? To guide you in what? Knowledge and understanding. This knowledge and understanding is like this. I'm supposed, to be, I'm supposed to guide you in your purpose, your provision, your prosperity, your peace and provision. Just like a shepherd would do with the sheep. He would, he would guide them by the still waters. He would restore their souls. He would lay them down in green pastures. He would walk with them through the valley of the shadow of death. All those things a pastor is supposed to do in, in your lifetime to help you get through, through the scriptures. Now, look what the scripture says. This. Look at this. This is very, very clear. I love this interpretation in 2 Timothy. Let's read it together. All scriptures inspired by God. So when I'm reading the scriptures, I'm, in, I'm in, in, under inspiration of God. Got it? And what does it say? It's useful to teach what is true. So this guy here on this picture, what is he doing? He's teaching you. That's all it is, right? To teach what is true. So this guy right here on this picture is supposed to be teaching you what is true. That's all, I'm, that's all that person is supposed to be doing. Right. And what? And to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. So I can I, I, so I can tell you what's wrong in your life. Right. Because this is what this guy's supposed to be doing. That's my relationship with you. I'm supposed to teach you. And then I'm supposed to show you maybe what, what's wrong. Got it. And then what? It corrects us. Then you get corrected. Right. Not you don't get mad. You get corrected. Right. And when we are wrong and teaches us to do what? God, what, why am I doing this? So God can use you and equip his people for every good work. So every time you come and listen to the scriptures, guess what you're going to do? You're going to listen for, you know, correction. You say, oh, wow, I got I to adjust my life. Oh, oh, man, my bad. Okay, there's no, there ain't, ain't got to be no tension here. There ain't got to be none of that. All it is is instruction to help you out. Don't let the devil get all in you, up in you like that. Don't let the devil use you like that. Pastor, uh, point number two, pastors must qualify. I went through the qualifications, right? They must be personal, family, spiritual, and community. Personal uh, qualifications is I have to live above reproach, right? So all I know is, you know, let me know if I don't live above reproach. Let me somebody know, has something on me, and, and I'm going to teach you at the end how, how we do all that, right? But I think my life... As much as I know, is above reproach, okay? Uh, faithful to his wife, got that down. Temperate, self, you know, got that. Self-control, you know, half-check, you know, trying to get that food thing down. Oh, no, no, but that, that, that's part of self-control. How you eat, what you eat. What kind of fuel you putting in your body, okay? So a lot of our sickness come from what we eat. 
And so God can't heal you. Now listen, I'm going to get on this, right? Everybody talking about in, in this, this church folk. And, and the Lord took sickness from him. You know how he took sickness? God is real practical. You know how he took sickness from people? He gave him a diet. He said, don't eat no pig. He said, don't eat none of them things, scours on, on the bottom of the floor. And they didn't even know the science behind all that, but don't take any, because what you eat, you take in. He said, don't eat none of all that stuff. Don't eat all that. That's how he took sickness from them. He wasn't going out there healing him after they ate a hamburger. They didn't jack their body up with a candy bar. No, no, God was very practical. Eat this, and sickness will go away from you. I know I made the body, and this is the right fuel for the body. The only reason you eat is not for a pleasure, but for fuel. All right. Uh, you, know, I, you know, I can't go to the movies. Movies, when I do go to movies, I can't go to the movies without popcorn. He didn't create popcorn for me to go to movies. You know right? I, you know, my wife would tell you. I got to listen. She say, "Okay, what's coming on?" Because you know, I got to eat with something coming on. <laughs> so she said, "Oh, you want six o'clock game? Got it, right? All those habits we have about around food. You got it. So self control. Get it under self control. I had a good week. I had a victorious week this week. Yes, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I had a victorious week. Y'all keep praying." You know, mama home now, so I don't know. We're going to have a victorious week. You know, she be feed like, come on, Nietzsche. Give me like, she's like, she like my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law will feed you and then talk about you. You know, like, you know, you gain all that weight with mama, you know. You know what I mean? Sense. You know, you need to eat, you need to eat, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Right? And, 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 then, and then I know all this knowledge. I got to get it right. Because, uh, uh, Pam told me, Pam turned to me, she told me, listen, he said, oh, we all overeat, right? Because, you know, when you, go out to, when you go out to eat, right, they put the portions are too big. But I pay for that food, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down today, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, the steak, the, steak is, the steak is supposed to be like, a, like this or something, like a fist, and all that, all that ungodly stuff, like, like this. <laughs> No, the steak was like that, y'all, so I need to go and get this. <laughs> Cut it in half, take it home. I ain't that disciplined. I'm working on that. I'm working on it. <laughs> Mama told me to eat everything on the plate. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing, you know. <laughs> but no, man, I'm really happy. I, had a, I think I'm, I had a great week this week, man. I ran, and then I had, oh, man, it was, it was nice. So I'm going to try to run up, do, do that stuff because I don't want to be a hypocrite. All right? And self-control is one of my weaknesses. Which can disqualify me? Spiritual. And then spiritual, not a recent comment. No, family, manages own family, children, obey and respect them. Yes, they do. Uh, spiritual qualification, not a recent convert. No, not no more. And community, good reputation with outsiders. I, I believe so. If y'all let me know, if y'all hear anything other than that, let me know. I think I got that. Pastors are liable. I am liable to what I do. So don't, if, don't worry about it. God going to get me if I'm doing something wrong. If God going to get me, all right? So I'm liable for what? My works? That means the doctrine I teach you, my oversight, how I view into your life or what, what, what I do, oversight of your life, okay? And then motive, what's my motive? You got it? And then what's my behavior? What's my example before you? The Bible says nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes, and he is the one to whom we are accountable. So God sees everything, Pastor Keith's motives. For everything I do, people, I take that very serious. 
I'm not getting over. See, people think like they're getting over on somebody. You ain't get, I'm not getting over on you. See, I may fool you, but I ain't fooling God, so, so, so I'm not getting over. People just weird. Like, let me tell you, you're not getting over. Because God knows. Then my, three, uh, my PK3G rule kept me out a whole lot of trouble. Do not take God's glory. Do not be greedy. That's for like money, right? And stay away from the girls. And it's worked all these years. Okay? It's working. Got it? So now, today we're going to talk about the people relationship. So that's my relationship with you. Now we're going to talk about the people relationship uh, uh, with me. See, I, I, I got all my little checks. Now we're going to see your checks. You know, I've, I've been checking mine. I've been watching my little relationship. Make sure I'm right. Because I got to go see God. Because I got to give an account. Right? But you have to give an account too. So this morning we're going to talk about uh, your relationship with me. What you're supposed to be doing. Therefore, we never stop making God that when, can y'all read that? That when you received his message from us or from Pastor Keith, you didn't think of his words as mere human ideas. I mean, you, y'all, you're not, y'all not thinking this, this, this Pastor Keith stuff. You accepted what we said as the very word of God, which, of course, it is. And this word continues to work in you, Carson. Because I live my life based upon being free that people say, can't say they saw me someplace. That would maybe kind of be loose a little bit, you know, whatever, right? But I didn't say, you can't go to no jazz concert. I said, you won't see Pastor Keith no jazz concert. You got it? That's how I live my life. I got to be scrutinized my life because I don't want to hinder the gospel. All right? And some people grew up in real strict churches where pastors are not supposed to be going to those kind of things. And then we got the New Day Church. The pastors are kind of free, free, and they just go out and they just they don't they don't, they don't care what people think. They just they just do it. Well, I, I'm kind of old school. I still I stay I stay in my house. I just kind of stay away. Ain't nobody gonna say they saw me anyway, you know. <clears throat> and that's like I said before. When I, went, when I went to Vegas, right? Sat down there. I, I ain't had no issue with that. God said, get up from that table. You can't do that because because uh, you, you know social media, and you be everywhere, and your and your freedom will be counted wrong. I went to listen to some old school music down when I was in Vegas, and, and, the, Lord, and the Holy Spirit said, you don't need to be here because you're trying to, you just, that's reminiscent. You don't, need, you don't need to be up in here. But I was with some people, so I didn't want to spoil their, their thing, and they bought tickets, so I said, okay, I got to sit through this and kind of dull this, this, this music out my ear. Pastor Keith, because I know my, my life is given for God's people. So I have certain convictions that you may never have because I want to hear God and I want to hear if, and if God tell me something and I disobey, I'm afraid he won't talk to me again. So I live a restricted life for that's my life. That's why I appreciate my wife. Because she has to go through some of this stuff with me because she has liberties that I don't I don't have. But she allows me to have those restrictions. And I allow her to have her liberties. So if you see uh, Lady D at the jazz concert, don't get up out of here. You're pastor. That's me. Lady D, you go enjoy yourself. You understand? I want to people do that. They'll see her at the concert. Oh, pastor say don't go to jazz. I didn't say Nietzsche didn't go to no jazz concert. I said I don't go to jazz concert. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got it? Okay, so that, that's... that's that, I want us to have relationships. Got it? That's how we do it. 
So check your PTSD. Be honest with yourself, people. Just be honest, because I'm, I'm going to hit that. I'm, this is going to come back up. Watch. Point number two. God appoints you a pastor, like we said before. Let's read it together. Now, this is at the end. This is the church history. This is when it's beginning, and, and, and Paul is getting ready to leave Ephesus, and he leaves them a pastor. Let's, let's read. And now I know that none of you to whom I have preached the kingdom will ever see me again. I declare today that I have been what? That's what I want to do, man. When, when, I don't want nobody lying at a funeral. I want, I want to be. That's what I want to be. Ain't nobody talking about, you know, no. I think about my funeral. I do. I think about my Say it is. I don't want nobody. I don't want my kids to my, well, uh, uh, uh. No. They're going to tell the truth. If anyone suffers eternal death. I mean, see, they, they believe the hell, people. It's not my fault. For I, what? Didn't shrink. From declaring all that God wants you to know. See that? Sometimes I shriek from telling y'all. Because I don't want the backlash. I don't want to hear all that. So I am guilty of that. I do shrink back like, oh. I go back to the T.I. day. I mean, the dorm teeth. Oh, I don't want to hear all that. Because they got my motives. Because my motives are wrong. Like, oh, man. Sometimes I'll shrink from teaching you certain things. Because I don't want to hear all that. Now I'm going to pay for that when I get to see God. Go ahead. So what? Guard yourselves in God's people. Feed and shepherd God's flock. See that? His church. What? Purchased with his own blood. Over which what? The Holy Spirit has what? Appointed you as leader. I'm, I'm appointed to you as your leader. I'm ordained to you as your leader. And that's why you should look at me. Like, wow, that's my ordained leader from God. Then it heightens the word. You got it? So next one is, let's go through the checklist. Let's see how you're doing. Pastor's checklist. First of all, do you receive pastor's message as it comes from God? Let's, let's read the scripture. Now, now, now remember, Jonelle, I can talk to Jonelle. Now remember, right? Everything I'm saying is scripture. This ain't my idea. Everything I'm going to do is scripture. Got it? So follow the scriptures. So do you receive my message as, as one from God? Back to my point. If I talk political, how are you going to receive that? So don't, don't check too fast. I receive everything until he talks politics. What don't you receive from me? And then why? If I show you a scripture. Therefore, we never stop thanking what? God. So have you stopped thanking God for me? That when you receive his message from us, you didn't think of our words as what? You accepted what we said as the very what? Which, of course, it is. That's very powerful. Because they didn't have a Bible. They just had word, Paul's words. So they literally said, Paul, that must be God. They didn't have nothing to back it. And this word continues to what? Work in you who believe. So if, if, if you've taken over the years, people, this is what I look at all the time. If you've, if you've taken the teachings over these years, you've been here, I should see results of that word. In you and your children. If you've taken these words home over here, because you listen, when you first get the word, it takes years to for this to manifest in your house. You're, not, you're just not going to if you have a uh, your marriage is kind of subs, you know, kind of rough. You, you, it's not going to change overnight, but through the times, if you keep working these principles, it's going to change. So through these years, have the teachings of this church resulted in something that you can see in your church that you're very thankful for. Because it says it should, if you continue in them, it should be working in your life. 
So check, or not, I don't know. Number two, let's go. Do you respect the pastor and esteem the pastor? Now, let, now this is what he said in the scripture. Now, this ain't me. This is a testimony in church. This ain't me. Let's read. Now we ask you, brothers, to do what? Hot! Ah, all right there. Ah, don't, don't. What do you do? People don't think I work. No, you don't. No, a lot of people don't think I work. They don't think this is work. Work hard. What? Among you. Who are what? Oh, is somebody over you? Am I over you? No, no, don't say it. No, don't say it too fast. In the Lord. In the Lord. And who what? Can I correct you without you getting attitude? Knowing I'm doing it out of what? Love. Because this relationship is based on what? And you should be like, man, pastor, I just love him because he rebukes me. I need it. Thank you, pastor. Because his motive is what? Love. Hold them in what? In love. Because of the what? Not because you like them. Look at the work and esteem them high. Don't get in personalities. He says, Paul knew people. He said, no, no. Esteem them very high for their work. So the esteem high is to put in like, when you, when you see the pastors, you, you say, they go, oh my God, thank you so much. for I'm so, so appreciative. You esteem them very high in your life. So see what the checks are. Let's move on. Obey the pastor, submit to the pastor. Uh-oh. Right out of scripture. Right out of scripture. Let's read. Obey your leaders and submit to their Oh, they have authority? Oh my God. They do what? Very word over you again. Because the word pastor comes from bishop, which means overseer. Meaning I can see things. He allows me to see things that you don't see that I can help you. Because he allows me to see in, Amen. obey them so that what? Work. There we go. That work again. We'll be a. Oh, let's do it again. Their work will be what? I just want to bring him joy, man. What? Wow. And not a burden. I don't want to be a burden to him. Do you work on that? Is there a check there? For that would be what? This word, obey, means to listen to, to be persuaded by, because you are confident of his scriptural ability to lead you. It is to listen and to obey because you have total confidence in his scriptural ability to lead you. It is your ability to be persuaded and very confident if his ability to what? Scripturally lead you. And that's what I try to do all the time. Scripturally lead you. Nothing personality in here. You got it? So, check, check. Let me know. Keep on. Pray for the pastor. Now, if you, can't, if you pray, you can't be talking about the pastor. When people talk about you, they know they ain't praying for you. Let's read it. I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people then this is what you're supposed to be praying. Ask God to help them. <laughs> That's what y'all need to be doing. Lord, help him. 
Cheryl, you, Cheryl, you, that was, that was Cheryl's main prayer. Lord, help my pastor. Help him. Help, help, Paul. Help, Harpo. Help, help, help. Cheryl used to call me Harpo. And I didn't see the color purple. So I said, okay, I'm Harpo. <laughs> did there, did, did there, <laughs> everybody saw the color purple, right? I'm just thinking, I'm thinking, I'm, hey, sir, I'm walking around. I mean, you know, Martha, I'm walking around like, you know, I'm Harpo. Hey, Pastor, you know what, Harpo? <laughs> Cheryl had a way of putting you in your place. You didn't know you've been putting in your place. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Cheryl was my, my assistant, my love, and everything else, right? And uh, she said, uh, Harp, help Harpo. <laughs> and then, then, she, then she definitely would do this. Intercede on their behalf. Now, you know what intercede means? To get in front of him. And I will take whatever. I will fight for him. Are you in front of me? In my family? Or you say, like, no, stop. No, no, I'm inter- you intercede means to get before and stop it on my behalf. And give uh, on their behalf and give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and all who are in a what? So that when you, it, it, it comes back to you, what? So you can do what? Live a peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. Number seven. Now, this is where we're going to get in trouble. Seven. Support the pastor. Let's read it. The elders who direct affairs of the church well. That means wages. Scripture. Especially those who what? Who's what? That didn't go to that. What, what's his work? That didn't go to that work again. What is the work, people? Preaching and teaching. This work. For the scripture says, do not do what? While it is treading out the grain. And the worker deserves his. It means when the, he says, listen, when the, when the ox were out there and they're working, they can eat from the grain. Hmm. Wow. You that check? So your tithes and offerings come here, and then we support myself and the staff on, on board, right? You give me nothing directly because you give your tithes and offerings to who? God pays me from that. You give me nothing directly, so you get this free. People say, he got a salary. No, no, you don't put a pastor on salary. That's, that's, that's secular. Salary means you limited him. That means I'm going to limit you what, you what you can receive. You come with a limitation because it's salary. Salary is a limitation. That's why your boss puts you on limitations. There was scripture that says give him a salary. That's the limitations. You got that from the world. You can get that from scripture. Now let's look at the scriptures. Real quickly, let's go. I know it's going to be some people going to get uncomfortable. That's cool, but I'm coming from scripture. Jesus' ministry. Now, if y'all got trouble with Jesus, ask, tell Jesus. <laughs> Let's read it together. Oh, my God. Okay, good, good. That, that was out. Okay, good. Let's read it together. Soon afterward, Jesus began a tour. Jesus went on tour, y'all. God, dog. Of the nearby tours and villages. They said he went on tour. And what? Preaching and announcing the good news about the kingdom of God. And he, what did he do? He took the what? Along with some women who had been cured of evil spirits and disease. So he had disciples and he had some testimonies. Go ahead. And then among them were what? Mary Magdalene from whom he had cast out seven demons. So, at, so at the, on the tour she could come up to her testimony. Right? And then, but how I get there? Uh, Joanna, 
The, hey, Mike, Joanna was there. <laughs> the wife, oh, it wasn't Mike. Wasn't Mike. <laughs> she, was, she was there. Harris, what? Business manager. Susanna, and what? Many others who were doing what? Who was doing what? Who was doing what? What? She turned what? To Jesus and his disciples to make it around on the tour, right? From their own resources to what? To, to support Jesus and his disciples. They were supporting Jesus. They said, no, I'll keep the money. No, I don't want, I don't want, I don't no. They're very practical. Jesus was, Jesus was doing it. You got a problem with Jesus? Do you have a problem with Jesus? John 12, 3, 7. Now, let me show you, let me show you this. John 3, 7. Let's read it together. Then Mary took 12 ounces of the jar. Expensive. Now, emphasis what, Al, is on expensive. Watch this now. The emphasis is on what? Perfume made from the essence of nard. And she anointed Jesus' feet with it, wiping his feet with hair, her hair. The house was what? Filled with the fragrance. You got it? But Judas, a scary, did what? The disciple who would soon betray him said that perfume was worth a year's wages, meaning Jesus wasn't worth to give that to. It was so expensive, he says, that's not worth putting that on Jesus. That's not worth giving to the pastor. That's too expensive. That's too extravagant. Come on now. You can do something with that. What did Jesus say? What did Jesus say he's going to do with it? It should have been sold and, and the money and given to the poor. Oh, ain't that nice? Not that he cared for the poor. See, the heart was really, the heart was, see, the, the, the heart was like, come on. Some of y'all be like, I ain't giving nothing. Because I'm going to do, and if I looked at your check for you ain't getting nothing to the poor in a long time. <laughs> Not that he what? Cared for the poor. He was a what? And since he was in charge of the disciples' money, he often stole some of them for himself. No, see, see, see what I'm saying? You, you see that? Some people won't give me because he's not worth that. Oh, my God. You, you only, what? Oh, my God. No. Don't do that. It's not worth it. But Jesus said this. Jesus replied, leave her alone. She did this in what? What, look what he says. You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. Sometimes you're not doing nothing. With, nobody's telling you to take from the poor. He says sometimes you honor people. And they ain't taking nothing from the poor. Don't go that poor route because you ain't giving to the poor yourself. It's that you just don't want to give to the pastor. That's all that is, people. Somebody came to me, and, and I appreciate it. I didn't ask for what they appreciated. They came to me, and they said, uh, uh, Pastor, you know why I don't give? I didn't know. Or, you know why I don't give on your birthday? And finally, I said, why? Because you ain't poor. And the Bible said, give to the poor. I said, okay. <laughs> I said, you know, I, I didn't know how to take that, because if I said anything scriptural, it's like I'm trying to defend somebody giving something to me. So I don't do that. I said, well, okay. And then they tell me what to give you. I said, oh, okay. I said, well. I said, well, back when we did it, Cheryl asked me, I said, well, I don't want people to give me something I ain't going to wear. Because right. they would say, Where, where's my suit? I don't know. So, you know, just get dollar for it every year of my life. I mean, just, just do that. And I can do what I want to do, right? Then I said this. Then I said this, and I got up out of it, Martha, because I didn't want to seem like, seem like I'm defending something like this, right? But I appreciated the conversation. I said, uh, has your wife ever told you what, you what she wanted from you? Yeah. Did you get offended? Because she told you what she wanted? 
No. So why are you offended if I tell somebody this is what I want if the people want to give it? Well, you, know, I just, you ain't poor. I, I said, okay. Thank God I'm not poor. I mean, thank God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But again, I understand people's mentality. And I said, honestly, and, and don't, do, don't get involved in this stuff, right? I mean, don't, I don't care. Okay, I really don't care. All right? But I see it as if we're in a relationship, we're in love, right? One, it's my birthday. It's a birthday. Who don't get something for their birthday? And the other one, Founders Day, is the, for the works that they do. Double honor for works. So I, I stay scripture. Birthday, everybody. They ain't got to get scripture. That, that's, everybody gets somebody's birthday. Who, who has, who has um, a baby shower? What do people throw baby showers? What do they expect you to bring? Why ain't everybody chipping out on that? Pass out a birthday. Why wouldn't he? What's the problem? You give and bring a gift. But cool. Do what you need to do. All right? Next scripture. Next one. What does it say? Those who are taught the word of God should provide for their teachers, sharing all good things with them. Self-explanatory. Next one. Now, this is why I want you to learn this one. In the same way, the Lord has commanded those who preach the gospel to do what? Receive their living from the gospel. Right? Now, Paul advocated that. Paul said, I don't do that. I'm not going to, you know. Uh, Paul said, because of y'all attitude, I want to boast and I don't take a salary from you. Later on, he renounced that thought. Because Paul could say that because he was receiving from Achaia, Macedonia, and Philippi, was supporting him. But he told the Corinthian church, because of your attitude, don't give me nothing. Because there were people running around doing it for money. So he said, don't do that. So a lot of times people come in and say, well, I, want to, I have a pastor, and he didn't take salary. Okay, then. Why are you putting that on me? I used, to, I used to have a member, and they were better than you. So what's, what's the problem? <laughs> You, you, you mean, right, if you, if, you, if you want to get in these dozens, if you want to start comparing what your pastor did to me, why, you know, why, why are you comparing me to your, to your former pastor? Yes. Now, I think that. I don't say that. I mean, Because they get their feelings hurt. You know what I mean? But, they, but people can say anything to me. Like, I ain't got no feelings. I don't say they compare you. I don't say they compare that church down the street to you. So why you come up and tell me compare what the other pastor do? Thank God for that. But there's no merit in that. If I said, if I said, I'm gonna, I ain't gonna take no salary. Some of, some people ain't still ain't gonna give. So why, why, why? They still ain't gonna give. It's not me. It's you. It's your attitude toward it, man. That's all it is. If you can just face it and understand it, man. Because everything I've said to here is scriptural. It's, it's, it's. The next one is one gonna get you, and I'm gonna show you how. And then we're done. Let me show you real quick. If we have what sown you spirits, that's what, that's, that's what I'm doing, right? Among you, is it too much if you what? Meaning what we do in the church is we give you spiritual. You exchange it for the natural. That's all it is. We give you spiritual. We give it natural. You can read our brochure and we can give it to you. We can read our brochure. In my, on our weddings and all that kind of stuff, I say, they say, what does it cost? Don't cost nothing. Whatever is left up to you. So some people left up to them. They don't give me nothing for it because they don't believe I worked. Right? Okay. But what they received was spiritual. They're supposed to return it natural. 
But if I'm sitting there teaching it, somebody think I've got some kind of money game. I'm, no, it's teaching you spiritual, natural. You do something spiritual, you exchange it for natural. That's what he said. I've given you spiritual, you exchange it for natural. That's the system. That's how it works. You got it? You go to the store, you buy clothes, you exchange money. We exchange spiritual things. And it's exchanged just like that. You know, people like this. You know, you go to a wedding, Martha, wedding costs $30,000, and then, then they, they fuss about what, they, what you want. How much do I give him? No, that, that's... So I'm looking at a $30,000 wedding, and they fuss about what you, what you want. Whatever the law lay on your heart, man. If it's nothing, nothing. Cool, man. I'm going to receive the blessing. I'm going to exchange the blessing on you, man, because I didn't get in this for money. I'm teaching you the principle, though, how it works. You got it? Like on baby dedications, right? We do it backwards. We bless the person who brings the baby. No, the person who brings the baby should bless. But we give you the blessing. That is not scriptural. But we do it anyway because that's, that's, that's what we do. We just bless. Right? But it's an exchange, people. That's all it is. And that's the way it works. That's what the economy of God. Right? You know, you buy somebody a, a, a 30000 You live in a, in a mansion. But then you cheat when you give. It's not, that means you will, you will spend on yourself, but that you, won't, you will not give to me as you see. You should look at me and give as you would give to yourself. Would you give yourself that? I'm just trying to raise you higher. I got in this thing a long time ago. I give, 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 give. Like I'll be, I'll be at uh, man, listen, I'll be. Somebody gave me a hundred dollars last week, right? I, I'm looking to give it away, and I'm, this girl, she, she, I was going to give it to. Forgive me when I say this. I'm looking at them because they all healthy. I, I was at churches. And, uh, <laughs> Oh, sorry, Pat. And uh, <laughs> I've been doing good, y'all. Okay, man. Anyway, and I had the hundred dollars, Martha, and the, and I was getting ready to give it to her. I just like doing stuff like that, right? Because people working, man. People, it's hard out there, man. So I'm like, and and she went. I said, bang! She went back on the thing. I said, ah. So I still got to give it away because it ain't mine. But I'm, I'm saying is, I was just at a at a. I took some people out to dinner. Now, just I'm just telling you. PK, right? And uh, I'll tell you this, I can take the price of it, what it cost me, but the gratuity was over $100. So you can imagine what the total bill was, right? So when she gave it to me, it's already there. I said, oh, no, here's another 100 She said, no, no, I said, no, no. This is 100 your 100 Now you got 200 she, You should see it like, thank you. People working hard, man. So, so, so people, people think, Martha, he got a lot of money. No, I put percentage of my money away to give. I said, who got a lot of money? No, no, I just put a percentage away so I can give. So if somebody's house, I can pay somebody's mortgage if they house. I, I put it away so I can set myself up for that. I don't assume money on me. I'm in the last stage of my life. All my money is to be, be uh, given away and save for my wife when I'm gone. That's all, that's, all I, that's all I need. Give, save, for need. That's all I'm trying to do. And my grandkids, oh, that's all, that's where I am in my life, people. You don't see nothing new on me. I don't know. That's my goal. You got it? Because I want to make people talking about me just where I'm going. He ain't leaving nothing. 
You know, they, <laughs> they talk about you now. They keep you poor when you're here, but they talk about you when you're gone. <laughs> That's it, right? Now, hurry up, y'all. Y'all didn't talk. Ooh, Lord, we're going to be, this is a late church today. Listen, <clears throat> now this, this, I got to get to this part because we go on friendship next week, right? But this is something that people don't deal with, but you better deal with in this church. You hear, hear, you hear me, pastors? You hear me, board members? They don't deal with this, but you better deal with this in this church. Don't nobody ever be intimidated. Make me intimidate them that they don't straighten me out if I'm wrong. Look what it says, because pastors don't teach this. It says this. Do not listen to an accusation against an elder or a pastor unless it's confirmed by two or, or, or three witnesses. Because this don't muddy his name that quick. Right? Got you? Those who do what? Sin. Pastors sin. Right? What are you supposed to do with them? You should be what? That's what you're supposed to do. The pastor's supposed to take me in. It's been confirmed by two or three women. You slept with this woman. This is what we're going to do. And then I'm reprimanded. Then I sit my butt down. I'm all, probably almost forfeited my, my right to preach or pastor a church for violating that. And that's why in church we don't correct stuff. If I'm sleeping with anybody in this church, people, I need to sit and maybe never come back to preach again. But I'm saved. And I'm working in the church, but I can have forfeited my right to lead. I think that's what they're saying. Now, everybody can do what they own do and redemption. And I know pastors can come back. Please don't judge the pastors who came back. People don't. Pastor Keith has put the bar at this level. If I ever sinned or grow sinned, stole, wrong motive, sleeping around, pastors, deal with it. Sit down. Amen. Character over charisma. Amen. You got that, church? I'm the founder. Sit down. Or if I don't sit down, I should not see you next Sunday. Because all I want to do is preach because I want your money. It's all about money. That's why I ain't sitting down. So you, you handle that yourself. Oh, you're not sitting down? <coughs> you won't see me next week. That's the bar I set for myself. You got it? Again, I'm not talking about these other pastors and all that. Y'all got it? But this is what this scripture says to me. Take it serious, because listen, and I, and I go. Let's go. Let's take away, and check your PTSD. Appoint a pastor. Pastor checklist. Go ahead. Receive pastor's message. Check. Respect your pastor. Check. Esteem your pastor. Obey your pastor. Submit to your pastor. Pray for your pastor. Support your pastor, and hope you would never discipline your pastor. Okay, but if it comes to that point, Pastor Dan, church board members, do it. Amen. Save the flock. Amen. The gospel is bigger than me. Amen. Amen. You got it? You got it? Because I never want you to come through this church when thinking that there's some shady stuff going on here. You got it? You got it? I appreciate you. Stand on your feet. Thank you for the long time. Amen. God bless you.